There we go. Yeah, we're starting to stream now. So give some people give people a couple minutes to join us if they're going to join us. We have one listener that always joins us. <laughs> she should be along soon enough. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like I don't know. I mean, we have plenty of downloads, but just you know, not a whole lot of live action. No worries. And yeah, yeah, a couple of minutes here. So, but again, thank you very much for joining us. Such a last minute. <laughs> Because, I mean, I didn't find out until like 30 minutes ago that Jack couldn't join us because he wasn't quite sure himself. <laughs> I'm avoiding homework at the moment, so. Perfect. <laughs> we, only, we're, we only talk for about an hour, so it's no big deal. <clears throat> I wasn't going to do it tonight. It's a 10-page paper. I'm, it's due Friday, so it's fine. Oh, plenty of time. Plenty, of, plenty time. of time. I always wait until the last day to do my papers. So you're, watching, you're watching his dark materials. I don't think yes. any of us have talked about that on this show. That's true. I, you uh, could give us a 15 minute report uh, or <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. Um, have y'all watched really it now when you're cued? I have. We, I've watched the first season. I've been watching the second season as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't yeah. started the second season yet. I was catching up again on the first one. But have y'all watched Jingle Jangle yet on Netflix? Yes. We talked about it last <laughs> so, week or last, <laughs> last episode. I'm behind on my podcast. <laughs> no worries. No worries. It's so good. It is. Oh. It is very good. <laughs> I, I got to watch it again. Oh. It yeah. is everything that I want from steampunk. It is just, yeah. I watched it this weekend and I need to watch it 12 more times. <laughs> right? It's yeah. the season. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it all, all. That was the entire conversation last podcast. Was jingle jangle. Yeah. Because um, normally, like, I don't. Have you been listening before? Have you listened to any of us before? And yes, I Okay. Okay. So, yeah. we, so we we try to introduce at least one new steampunk thing, a person each every week. And I got I got things. Zach said he has something. <laughs> and I have, I'm a few I, I episodes behind. Like I said, I don't have time. Because sure, I don't have time to listen to podcasts oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, because you're, you're studying behind. a lot. You're studying a lot. I know worries. Okay, well it's eight o'clock. We're gonna start talking. Um, hello once again. You have found the Texas Steampunk Connection. We're coming to you from our various steampunk bunkers and airships. <laughs> In case you hadn't noticed, we do not have Jack with us today. Instead, we have Agent Blue Stocking, who who graciously decided to to, to fill in today because <laughs> Jack was unable to. Um, in case you don't remember, Blue Stocking has been on the podcast once before, many years, a few years ago, two, three years ago, I forget. Years, yeah, it's been a while. The last time we while. were able to go to Steampunk November together. Yes, well, actually, we did it. It was in a Kurt, not Kerrville. Was it Kerrville? Kerrville, Kerrville yeah, yeah. The one and only like, time they did a Steampunk festival. Right, it was a dedicated Steampunk festival, and the yeah. year after that, it was a combination Steampunk um, Renaissance festival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we went, and it was it was it was a little bit bigger. They 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 did not have the inside. For that one it was all outside <laughs> uh, yeah. was it cold mm, not a lot no, it was pleasant was I mean, it? the weather was good mm -hmm. okay but yes but it, it seemed a little smaller but just more spread out because it was more in the park yeah but but that was then and so yes agent blue stocking and, and of course i'm i'm i am i am flavio <laughs> hey ryan uh and joining uh, and with, with with me always is sax at this side <laughs> and for the <laughs> And for those of you who are not watching live or watching the video later on and just listening to the actual audio feed, I am, of course, the manliest man ever who's ever manned in, in the whole world of man. And Thax is the most dapper. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that what we are now? Yes. <laughs> I, I wasn't warned. <clears throat> well, you didn't know you were the most dapper? Talking. We know you from uh, a previous podcast that you had been running until you went back to school. Um, but that's still 
available for people to listen to, right? Steampunk Dollhouse? Oh, yeah. The feed is still live. Everything is still active. It's just kind of on hiatus. Um, I will be back to it eventually. (laughs) (laughs) It's just being middle-aged and in college is, yeah. I don't know anything about being middle aged. <laughs> I'm I'm completely over the hill personally. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yes, once again, this is this is Agent Blue Stocking joining us from the Steampunk Dollhouse podcast. Um, she basically she runs down um, steampunk books. She talks about steampunk books and their meaning and their their their. How do you how how would you explain you, you how do you explain it? I decided to find steampunk. I wanted to focus on steampunk books that were outside of the usual Victorian tropes. I wanted to focus on steampunk books that took place in other countries, other ideas, other world built systems, um, because it's not just Western nations that could industrialize. So I wanted to focus on books that had different ideas that had more protagonists of color, had just the word diverse gets used a lot and I think sometimes too much, but I wanted to focus on a more diverse steampunk idea. So that was what the podcast is. It's, it's, it's not a review of books. It's a critical analysis of certain. That's that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. I was looking for that (laughs) critical analysis. That's what I was trying to think of. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what it, it is. It was and is, and I'm still around. I just, I don't have time to, because I did it all by myself, I don't have time to do it anymore. But it will be back someday. Awesome. <laughs> it's That's still it's know. still waiting. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of the steampunk podcasts are starting to fade away. Um, the <laughs> the Darling DJ duo from the from the nah, Clockwork, I just Cabaret. Went from Clockwork Cabaret. They're still around. However, they they had to change up their format because they're they got they there's something about the music rights got after, mixed up in there after so, 10 years they got i know right it's, <laughs> it's crazy yeah and they don't and they were never told what songs it was so they just had to pull everything down because they don't know what's yeah it was yep. it sucked yeah so i mean they just, still do the g-day they do their podcast they they, they talk to each other and they're, they're really fun to talk to listen to their they, with their little jokes and they're, they're fun but they also the the music that they that they are putting out is available on another on another stream somewhere. I'm not sure. I don't really. I don't remember where it is at the moment. But it's a separate stream. It's in yeah. the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're not completely gone. No. <laughs> and then there was um, what story punks? Wasn't was that the other one? Cindy Grigg and story punks. Yeah, that I actually guessed it on. She interviewed me on um an episode. I haven't seen her. She updated with an interview by Dan Diana Foe mm-hmm. this summer, and I she hasn't. But she's also an author, okay. so she's busy. Yeah, she's she's an author. She's a real so she's busy doing that too. But yeah, some of us, um, Copperheart was or uh, Michael Rigg, uh huh, with the, the Steamrollers podcast. Yep. He, he's, um, I think are they, I don't I don't I, I I have not actually listened to Steamroller, but he's got the Copperheart audio yeah. broadcast. That's really good. That is really yeah, good. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't quite getting the steampunk connection until toward the end there, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's there. It's 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 so, but it's it's still there. It's called Copper Heart for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We tried, but it's just pod fade happens sometimes. Exactly, like I said, and, and yeah, we we ourselves took a break for about a year, um, <laughs> and kind of unintentionally, but it just kind of you know it faded. And yeah. then, uh, like I told before, I, I I told a story before. I got I got charged for another year of service on, on Podbean. <laughs> 
Because I thought I had to keep going. So I was like, oh, I pay for it. I got to use it. So So here I am. Well, I'm glad you guys are still going, though. I mean, you know, we need the steampunk podcast. Exactly. You know, even if we can't connect right now. Especially because we can't connect right now. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, and we, we digress, but that's okay that, that we're, we're all good here. We usually start off by talking about what we're drinking. I thought this was a new drink for me, but according to my untapped, this is my second time I've had this beer. I don't remember it. It must have been a long time ago. It's called, it's called Big, Stu, Big Spoon Thresh Leche Stout. Oh. It's from a Brazos Valley Brewing Company in um, Brenham, Texas. It's, um, it's actually pretty good. It's pretty nice and smooth. Mm. Yeah, and dark like I like them. <laughs> there you go. Is it, is it like a milk stout or something? Yeah, th- thresh lessage means three milks, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I know what that means. But <laughs> saying that it's a milk stout is means something specific. This is true, but yes, it is. And it's, oh, it's okay. actually really good. Nice and smooth. I love it. Mm. I don't do yeah. the stouts. You don't do the Not, stouts? I love the stouts. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what are you drinking? Um, who's talking? <laughs> I am drinking uh, Apothic Dark Crush. Apothic Red is one of my favorite wines. Mm. And Dark Crush is the darker. It's that's usually a red blend. And the Dark Crush is the darkest of their. I mean, it's cheap. It's like a $10 a bottle. But... <laughs> hey, what's no, wrong with good. that? <laughs> Apothic makes really good wine. They make Just really good today, wine. I was recommending Apothic's uh, bourbon barrel aged um I forget what they're called. Inferno, I think. Yes, Inferno is really good. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's got the 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 sweetness from the bourbon barrel and the 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 rich oaky flavor, of the red, uh, and and so yeah, I, I recommended that just today to a coworker. Yeah, it's really good. It's one of my favorites. Awesome. How about you, Thax? What are you drinking? Well, it's funny. Uh, in that conversation today. Uh, with recommendations, another coworker told me about Full Grown Nick from Tips from Tup's Brewery, which oh. is a, which a Santa is beer, a, uh, Imperial <laughs> Stout. Ooh, an Imperial Stout. Okay, uh, brewed with with spices. So I'm guessing you know some Christmas uh, um, cinnamon and clove and uh, ginger. Spice. I don't know. <laughs> it it's basic beer. <laughs> Let's see what we've got. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, is it the first time trying it? Oh, that's a nice oh, you color. You haven't tried it yet? No, have never tried it. It is dark. That is, yeah, I can see. I like that. Is that? <laughs> oh, I think this is going to be. Are you going to do chewy. a spit take on camera? And even even the foam is dark. <laughs> yeah, I really I really get a, a ginger uh, flavor. A little cinnamon. It's very nice. Very nice. Um, it's a it's a not everyday kind of beer. Uh, I think it was uh, thirteen dollars for a four pack. Wow. Okay. Not not what I usually go for because I'm cheap. But <laughs> I had to check it out. Yes, it's yeah. also it's also time for you know it's also very uh, with Santa Claus on there. It's it's of the right season to be drinking. Right. right. That's why I needed to to pick it up today. Full Grown Nick, Tupps Brewery is out of uh, north of Dallas, uh, Arlington. Okay, apparently Rita knows about it. She says lots of cinnamon. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And they've also so, got a, a a pumpkin beer, a full grown something else. I need to find that one. I, th I think I had that one before, like full grown Jack or something like that. Or, yes, that's exactly yes, right. That's, I had that Jack. one a few weeks ago or a few podcasts ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it, oh well, good choice. <laughs> yes, uh, it was they're good. Both there at HEB, pretty much every HEB in town. Um, if you go to Tup's Brewery uh, website, you can see where all of their uh, selections are sold in your local, wherever you live, mm -hmm. your, your local grocery or, or uh, liquor store or whatever. Yep. This is nice. Yep, Rita, I, Rita, yes, I did have something similar. I just mentioned it. It was like Full Grown Jack, <laughs> I believe it was called. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> of course, I think that might have been one I forgot to put into my untapped. Uh-oh. Somebody else wants to join us. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> he likes to, yeah, he's been Zoom bombing my classes. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. I have, oddly enough, whenever I'm sitting on my at, on my table with my computer, when I'm sitting in my other chair with a computer, my cats get in front of me all the time and cross, crisscross. But when I'm sitting here, they don't, they don't jump up here. I don't know why. I've never discouraged them. They just don't bother me when I'm sitting on this chair. <laughs> they respect the desk. I guess so. <laughs> right now they're busy chasing each other around the living room. So <laughs> yeah, Gigi likes to be on camera. He wants everyone to see how handsome he is, and then he oh, leaves. <laughs> of course, that's very cat-like. It's like I got a I got a new mic. I don't know how sensitive it is. So if you hear any weird noises, that might be it going on. The cats in the background or whatnot, or my roommate upstairs. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I just felt like, cause I don't know, I just felt like I have to get a new mic cause I'm also doing some more recording and this is easier to plug directly into the computer as opposed to the mixer that I usually use if it's just me. So not that anybody really noticed or asked, just saying. Hey, equipment matters. <laughs> killing time. Oh, wow. It's been such a long time since we've went, since we talked, we were at, like I said, we were at that one convention. We were live Well, we recorded live. We weren't live like this. And the tubas <laughs> were playing in the background. Tubers were playing in the background. We had uh, a back alley Santa walking around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was scared well, my daughter. <laughs> it may not have been the same guy, but it could have been. You know, like, there was a back alley Santa that was creeping my daughter out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he just kept lurking. And the knife guy. The knife guy. I don't. Oh yeah. Or the know, leather. Not the knife guy. The leather guy that kept trying to sell my daughter stuff. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we saw him again at Steampunk November. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he goes, so he's a steampunk vendor. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The mic sounds great, apparently. No, no my cat wants to have some of my beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, well, I mean, as I, I don't know if, if for any for you new at list, there's the there's this little story behind um back back alley Santa. <laughs> when Thax, Erica, and I went to Dickens on Maine. Um, right. I forget what, what I forgot what little that, town it was in. That was in, in Bernie, Texas. Bernie, Texas. Yes. And they have and, a big uh, uh, Christmas festival right down Main Street. Mm -hmm. it's, it's on Main. And, and it was fun. End, yeah, yeah, it was really good. I highly recommend it. Except this year, where they didn't have it because yeah, nobody gets to have anything. <laughs> um, wear your masks, please. Yes. Um, at one end of Maine, there's Santa Claus in his in his. The official Santa Claus for the for the event. Yeah, and there's a line two blocks long waiting to get to they, pictures they with have Santa. Reindeer or deer, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, live deer. Um, and we thought that that's interesting, but we didn't really need pictures with Santa, so we kept going and uh, mm -hmm. went to the little shops and bought some beers and stuff. 
<laughs> way at the end of the uh of the festival the other end of maine which is near the, the city square mm -hmm. there's this sign handwritten <laughs> hand-painted sign um meet santa with an arrow pointing up toward <laughs> sounds legit to the stairway the, in the alley stairs <laughs> up the side of a building in an alley into some random ass house or apartment or something. I don't know. And you went? No, we should have. <laughs> no. You know, hindsight says we should have just, just for the sake of the story, but we didn't. Although, and we said next time if we see it, we will go, but we have not been back there since. So yeah. We, but, we, skipped, we skipped the years afterwards, you know. We started to, really this the idea of what it could be is probably more yes. interesting than what it was. This we is true. Thinking about what what is back alley Santa, and you know <laughs> what kind of presents does he give? Yeah. <laughs> and does he really I'm want you to sit in his lap, and why? You know yeah. <laughs> Back exactly. away from that. Exactly, and so that Santa Claus that was walking around that 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 Renaissance, well, the, the steampunk fair that we went to in Kerrville, yeah. he wasn't, he didn't look like the fat jolly Santa that you used to see. You know, he looked kind of, I don't he know, sketchy's hard. not sketchy wasn't the right word, but he wasn't like you know full grown. Hey, that's Santa. <laughs> he was hard knock Santa. <laughs> exactly. So I figured that it could be back alley Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he was Santa's had some hard times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Exactly. Okay. It's been that kind of year, I tell you. Seriously. <laughs> right. But you know, unfortunately this year he doesn't get it. We don't no 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 Maine. No, no Dickens on Maine. No Dickens on, on the Strand. Um Meet no steampunk November. No steampunk November. Com. <laughs> <laughs> that is not right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so <laughs> I, oh, I love it when we go off the rails like this. Okay, not that we have any, not that I have a set plan or idea of what we're talking about. We're just talking, you know, and that's we're talking steampunk related stuff because that was steampunk events that we went to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Oh, man. Um, so I guess uh, I'll, I'll start with the homework for now, just in case. I have three possibilities here. I'm going to ask a couple of questions. First off, well, you're the ex, I'm going to. Blue Stocking, you're the expert on steampunk. You're studying oh. it. <laughs> Temper expectations. <laughs> I know. But okay, so there's always been, you know, the, the Cthulhu stuff. Cthulhu mythos with um with Cthulhu because the big octopus tentacles and whatnot. That's always mm -hmm. apparently been pulled into steampunk, correct? And even it though the time happen, even yeah. though the time is off, because it's like more in the 1920s or 30s kind of when it when that's kind of happening. Um is that right? Or well, yeah, actually. Right. It, oh, no, but if no. you look back further, um, Lovecraft's ideas, he created a great mythos, but it wasn't necessarily all him. Um, there were authors before him, and the name oh. is escaping me right now, but the author that created The King in Yellow. With, yeah, <laughs> which I did a whole, I did a thing about it on my show, and I can't remember his name now, but the, uh, the man who created The King in Yellow that was the late 19th century. Okay. And Robert W. Where, Chambers? Yes. That is where the whole idea of Carcosa came from, the city of Carcosa. And a lot. So Lovecraft has, <laughs> is the problem. 
Um, but he didn't come up with everything on his own. He took from earlier authors, including Chambers. The King in Yellow is the whole thing. It's it's a really crazy, crazy book. Um, it's a, and it's supposed to make people crazy. Ah, was the whole okay. concept. If you've seen True, Det the first season of True Detective, I never saw that one. Unfortunately, it's based on Chambers' King in Yellow okay. and the City of Carcosa. So that's yeah, where Lovecraft got some of his work from. Yeah, I heard but good yeah, things about that first season. I, I saw the second season yeah. and it was all right. <laughs> the first season is phenomenal. So yeah, I mean, but Lovecraft stuff does get drawn in just because, just like people like zombies, people like, mm -hmm. you know, the Cthulhu mythos, because it's a really cool mythos, you know, okay. extracting Lovecraft and his problematic racist issues from it. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. just the cool mythology, you know? True. So yeah, okay. it, it does get wrapped up. And also, I mean, if you look at diesel punk, it, it, if you, if you swim from steampunk to diesel punk, it does work. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with diesel punk. I mean, I, I don't mind the crossovers. <laughs> it all kind of flows know? into yeah. each other. <laughs> exactly. And all, okay. So, there, okay. So we can say that the, like, you know, the Cthulhu's mythos yeah. falls into steampunk. Is that your it, dog facts? It is. I'm sorry. Okay. No worries. <laughs> okay. or, you know, it's like, sorry, my, my, that was my stomach rumbling there. Okay. <laughs> okay so also the, uh, apparently pi pirates are, are very into in joining the steampunk as well, even though they're not the right century as well. You know, aren't they? They're, they're later, like in this, aren't they? Um, general pirates in general. You know. I mean, if you're talking like late, eight, or late. <laughs> Okay, As Cthulhu rises, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry. The majority of the pirating that you're going to see, yeah, is prior to the 19th century. And I'm this is not an area where I am an expert. I right English and library science, not history. No but, worries. I'm just saying, you know. Um, but no, I mean, there were pirates in the 19th century, and I mean, airship pirates. Right, we do a lot of airship pirates. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. You can find examples of pirates anywhere. I mean, the pirates still exist. We have pirates in yeah, the like waters see, all over. Yeah, yeah. Like people people go to the Ren Fair dressed as pirates, and that's not quite accurate either. You know, <laughs> so. you know, it's it all becomes kind of fluid, and that's okay. You know, it's it it. I guess it depends on how much of a purist you are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I was just curious. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to draw the conversation out. You know. No, I <laughs> <laughs> also, I also have a third option. I, okay, I like the okay for me since I live in we live in Texas, so and and we're west or the western, you know. So the weird west is basically folded into steampunk as well, mm -hmm. you know, like you know the Wild Wild West movie with a giant spider, mechanical spider, you know. No matter what, no matter what people think about how that movie is good or bad or whatever, that's that it's was steampunk. Still a good representation yeah. of steampunk, right? Especially with the, the man in the, the the man in the wheelchair that's you know with the with the steam pack, you know, chugging along with the steam behind him, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know that's definitely steampunk. That couldn't be more steampunk, you know. <laughs> That movie had me when Will Smith played that lady's boobies like bongo. <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in. Oh. oh, yes. High art there. <laughs> Class. But it's a good representation when people ask what steampunk is mm -hmm, and you want to exactly. give them an idea. Yeah, the whole mechanical spider and the wheelchair, you know, and you know, all that kind you know, of stuff. It's, it's there. And, and but sometimes like the weird west can also well, a lot of people throw in like post-apocalyptic stuff and throw steampunk on top of that or the or the feel or weird west on top of that yeah you know which is fine you know it's like uh, that what was that movie ah, what was that movie uh, mortal engines that was post-apocalyptic for the most part i liked it i <laughs> i'm like the only person i know that liked that movie i like the books 
I liked. I, I read liked, the first book. I liked it. Yeah, I liked the movie. It, I mean, it wasn't perfect, and I had some issues with it. But now I went and saw it in the theater. There was three of us: me, my husband, and my daughter. <laughs> that <laughs> was, was I mean, like. Do you classify that as steampunk or an a oh, steampunk absolutely. type? Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Because steampunk doesn't have to, that, and that's my whole point. Steampunk doesn't have to be set in the 19th century. Right. Because if it's, depending on the world or the world building that's being done, because all we knew is with mortal engines, all we knew is that some, catas- some catastrophic thing happened to a planet that might be Earth. Right. So exactly. steampunk can be written in worlds that are not Earth. And so in that case, you you know, like China Mieville's um, uh, Perdido Street Station, that's a world that is not Earth. It is totally steampunk. So it's just, you know, or Karen Lawachi's Gaslight Dogs. That is not mm-hmm. our Earth, but that is steampunk. So it's just expand. It's just a matter of expanding what you consider steampunk. If you're locked into the 19th century, then yeah, you're going to have a problem, but. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Out there. <laughs> I totally agree, and like I said, I like the I like the weird West part mostly because I'm Me in Texas too. here. And what, <laughs> like that one time we went to Tax uh, Eric and I went to Vegas for that one steampunk convention. That was an awesome convention. The only problem I had with it, and it wasn't really a major problem, it was just a bug in the back of my head saying they're pretending like they're in England, and and Mrs. Lincoln was visiting them. You know, it's like why couldn't it have been the other way around? We that we're actually being here, and have you know the Queen of England visiting us exactly. You know? You know, that exactly. that was the only that was the only small little thing in the back of my head. It's like, why why do we have it that way? You know, like, but other because than that, we, it was it was a great yeah. great convention. Sadly, only happened once. Well, <laughs> that seems to be happening a lot lately. But mm-hmm. people get locked into the idea of nineteenth century Victorian England, and it's not like that. I mean, um, Sarah Gailey's Upright Women Wanted is about librarians in a weird West. Nice. Queer library, yeah, <laughs> queer librarians in a weird West, and it is so good. So awesome. there is a lot available if you want diverse steampunk. It's not goggles yeah. and top hats in Victorian London. I have no problem with goggles and top hats. You gentlemen <laughs> look fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's a lot more out there to look yeah. for. I mean, feel 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 free to drop any links you want about any books you recommend onto our Facebook page. You know, it's like just I don't every have once Facebook in a while. Anymore. Oh, that's right, you don't. Okay, well, and um, well, I, cut the I would cord. say tweet it. I would say tweet it to me, but I don't understand Twitter. Uh, so we are going to need to sit down and have a Zoom meeting about Twitter <laughs> so that I can explain to you how it works. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> As I said many times before, I don't know. So that's where I send. That's where I send the the critics to it to talk to us. <laughs> The three of us will have a conversation privately and we will we will learn how to effectively use Twitter for our podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that leaves me. Okay, so I'm going to I have I have three choices that I was going to do for my homework, but I'm going to go ahead and choose this one because actually there's a time limit on this one. It's a Kickstarter and there's only 7 days left, so I'm going to go ahead and talk, I'm going to share the screen here real quick. Um give me a few seconds here. Um share. No, wait. There you go. Share. I'm still learning this stuff too. Okay, here we go. Do you see that? Can you see that, guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're the good. few and the curse. Croza <laughs> Mana Alana trade paperback. Post-apocalyptic Western. The mysterious redhead gunslinger. This is a trade collecting all six issues. I don't remember the six issues. That's an acclaimed series. It might have been here on Kickstarter. And I missed it. But <laughs> it's really cool. I don't know if I can play the video or not. If that's you know, maybe we get dinged or something. But I'll play. It's only. 
Oh, that's kind of loud. I can't. Yeah, we're not hearing it. Yeah, we're not hearing anything. Okay, hold on. <laughs> not hearing it. All right. I mean, you probably need to share the audio, probably. <laughs> Oops, I removed it. And there the it goes. Stream. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. I lost it years ago. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Let me try this again. Share screen. Share audio. There's a button for that. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you see it now? I can see it, but All right, I haven't played it yet. Here it goes. Can you hear ah. it? Yep. You're awesome. Good. I'm Felipe Caño and I'm the co-creator of the Few Cursed series with Fabiano Nevis. And this Kickstarter is truly a celebration of everything we've done together for the past 5 Ooh. years. We've put out uh, six issues so far. We've also done a couple of extra books as well, like the Chronicles of the Fewing Curse and the yet-to-be-released The Fewing Curse Shadow Nation. We've done collectible cards, as you can see here. We've done a board game with Brock Manor Games. We've done aluminum cards. And my uh, personal favorite, we've put out three coins as well. So this Kickstarter is truly a celebration of the past five years of the Fewing Cursed. We've collected our six issues, the Crows of Manalana Saga, into one collected edition. And you have it available in two formats, hardcover and softcover. The Fewing Cursed is a supernatural post-apocalyptic Western. The world has dried up in a mysterious occurrence about seven years ago, and mankind learned to survive with very little water. And in fact, water is so rare and scarce that it's actually used as the currency of this world. Now, alongside this pretty tragic event that you know changed the landscape of the entire world, some curses and dark arts and other things started popping up. Our protagonist of the series is the redhead. She's a mysterious curse chaser that goes from town to town, hunting down monsters, hunting down curses and put an end to them. I really hope you get a kick out of the animated trailer we have uh, prepared for you guys. If this is something you know that appeals to you, uh, make sure to pledge to support this project. We're really happy with everything that we've done so far. Fabian and I, we really feel that this is our biggest Kickstarter yet. But it can only be the biggest if we have your support. So thank you so much for watching and um, enjoy the trailer. You don't know me where I come from, who I am. You don't know my name, and you don't need to. All you need to know is I'm a curse chaser. And a damn fine one. My world is a desert as far as the eye can see, and water is so scarce, we use it as currency. Survival ain't easy, and a lot of folks have no trouble embracing evil to get ahead in their lives. That doesn't sit well with me. The crows of Mana Olana are murdering beasts that kidnap children in the dead of night. And the greatest challenge I've ever faced in a long career as a curse chaser. The time has finally come for you to know the whole story behind the crows of Mana Olana. The few and cursed crows of Mana Olana. Over 200 beautifully illustrated pages in two gorgeous editions. Exclusively on Kickstarter. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't that look good? <laughs>
That looks cool. I, I, I'm, I'm, I am planning to, to <laughs> kickstart it. Um, you know, it, it hits all my buttons. Weird West, you know, post-apocalyptic redhead. Um, you know, all of it. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. It looks really cool. <laughs> There's only seven days left in the Kickstarter, so I figured I'd go ahead and share that one now. Because um, the other two can wait. Although, like I said, the other two, there was one of them was involving pirates. The other was involving Cthulhu. So that's why I was asking about those. <laughs> Cthulhu always fits. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. And so pirates, maybe Cthulhu for sure. Okay. <laughs> Note for next podcast. <laughs> I have said it as so. Yes. The, the expert, our, our, our steampunk <laughs> expert. <laughs> Soon to be Dr. Steampunk. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> a few years to go. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> awesome. I, I was, oh, so uh, that, that was my homework assignment. Uh, the preview. Uh, I'm sorry? First, <laughs> when she said curse chaser, the first thing I thought was like, like a bug hunter? <laughs> <laughs> Which is shameful. Shame on me. <laughs> but then I thought, of course she's a curse chaser. As a redhead, she has no soul. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, so do I. Or, As everybody knows, I'm into I'm into I'm into comic books, and that's definitely that's a comic book. So <laughs> no, you were saying I'm, I interrupted you, Fax. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That, that's, that's cool. <laughs> uh, I just I thought it was really good. And I can see why uh, why you're interested. Definitely. In fact, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'll, I'll, I'll click on it now. I was like, I'll, I'll kickstart it now. I'm sorry. I'm doing it live. I'm sorry. No, I'm, sorry. No, I'm kidding. Oh, so, that, so that was my homework for the week. How about you, Thax? You got anything for us? Um, I, I did. I had a comic I was going to talk about. Um, had? As we were having a conversation here about uh, Western steampunk. Something I heard on the radio a few days ago. Uh, you know, sort of popped into mind. So I thought I'd talk about that instead. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> because this is crazy. Um, let me see if I can link it real quick. Is this the button? Okay. There. There. The link. Check that out. Can you see it? Yes. Adding to stream. <clears throat> I, po I posted a link to that Kickstarter, uh, by the way, for anybody who's not watching this live or watching. Yeah, if you're not it, watching live, I'll, I'll read the headline on MSN. Amazon is using union busting Pinkerton spies mm -hmm. to track down warehouse workers and labor movements at the company, according to a new report. Yep. Now that's something you do not get in old. The London Pinkertons are still around. Yes, they are. Holy crap! <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are, and they're still doing the same thing they have always done. Yeah, the Pinkerton Detective Agency, which is basically yeah. a private guest investigator slash thug slash, in this case, union busting spies. That's crazy. That yeah, is but mad. unlike a lot of companies, they've never changed their name. Like Blackwater and all those mercenaries for hire went through different names. Pinkerton has never changed their name. <laughs> they don't care. They're proud. They don't. They are thugs for hire, and they don't care. Wow, that is yeah. amazing. Involvement in a steelworker strike in 1892 mm -hmm. led to states prohibiting the use of third-party security and labor disputes. 
Although, obviously, that does not apply to Eastern Europe where this is happening. But even so, um, Amazon uses union-busting tactics here, too, Mm -hmm. which is so kind of appropriate to the steampunk conversation. And, well, look at that. That's crazy. That is that is it, insane. It feels like something that shouldn't exist in 2020, but no, yeah, they they've never gone away. They just rebrand and keep the name, but they're still doing the same thing they've always done. And they are, yeah, that that really fits with the steampunk aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> really I think does. Needs to be wearing a top hat. <laughs> Jeff Bezos needs a top hat. Yeah, exactly. He does. He, he does. He's a Muppet villain. <laughs> A mustache to twirl. I saw an interview with him. uh, I just happened across it. It must have been, you know, 30 years old. And he had hair. I was like, that doesn't even look like him. (laughs) Well, I had hair at 30 years old. Most people did at some point. Yeah, yeah. He's a cartoon villain, just like the rest. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that is crazy. The Pinkertons yeah. are still around. Yes, yeah. insane. And the thing is, is that I've seen I've seen at least two different television shows, old West television shows that involve the Pinkertons. And of course, you know, in the shows, they're the good guys. You know, <laughs> sure. I lived sure. in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, for eight years, where the Molly Maguire ish situation took place in the late nineteenth century, and the Pinkertons. That was one of the situations that the Pinkertons broke up. The whole thing with the jail with the handprint on the wall. Mm. Um, where an innocent man was hanged. Yeah, it's the Pinkertons have been involved in a lot of really bad stuff. So That's yeah, crazy. I didn't know that they were still around either until it wasn't this case. It wasn't the Amazon thing, but it was they were involved in a situation in Colorado, I think, a few months ago. Too. Yeah, it looked at they've been busy recently with all of the unrest this year. People are yeah. They have been on the bad, yeah. Wow. And, yeah. and you said this was happening in Europe? Or what, yeah, that, was happening? yeah that, that article was about... So the Pinkertons uh, are worldwide now, apparently. Yeah. They did something. Something happened with them in Colorado. I think it was Colorado recently that they were involved in a situation where they ended up shooting... I don't want to... I don't. I, something happened, I know, because they popped up before the Amazon thing a few months ago. Yeah, and that's when everybody was like, "They're still around." Yeah, they're yeah. still around. <laughs> that's, I'm I'm still shocked. I don't know what to say. That is crazy, and they're still yeah. just as bad as they were back in the day when they were first yep. formed. <laughs> wow, yeah, doing the same thing. Yep. Mm. So that was much of a conversation, but God, we got to talk about that. That was yeah, good. the Pinkertons. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess I could still talk about my comic book. Sure. Um, we so got time. An episode or two ago. Uh, Flavio, you brought up a uh, comic and talked about it, the Steam Man. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was on Dark Horse. And that was so, a, that was that was more than an episode or two ago. That was like last season or two seasons ago. That was a while. No, no, no it, was, it was just a few episodes ago. The Steam um, Man. Long enough ago that I could place an order and get it and read it. Um, oh. Okay. I am not. I'm not reviewing the Steam Man. What happened <laughs> is I went to the Dark Horse website and looked up Steam. And right next to the Steam Man, I saw another comic called Steam. Just Steam. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I have that one. Cute. Uh, written by Drew Ford, artist uh, Dwayne Leslie. 
And so uh, I went online and I bought it. And I bought it from eBay because I can get it cheaper there. And when I got it, it came in wrapping paper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. So we got a Christmas present. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Straight so up I Steam. Okay, yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. I have that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah and, it's, an all, it's a good all ages book. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, got a couple of little kids in it and some adults. And um, I haven't read a comic in quite a while. So some of my... Uh, issues with it might just be the fact that I'm not used to the comic book uh, style of things. I love the art um, particularly. It, it's a full color comic and uh, the art is it's it's steampunk yet it's kind of it's kind of got a Dr. Seuss kind of look to it in that it's 3D but its architecture is sort of blocky 2D <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, which is fun. I mean, that I, I like that a lot. Um, the narr the narration is very limited um, compared to like novels or television. There's not a lot of space to write long conversations, right. uh, I guess. But that made for the it made the story feel kind of sparse. And uh, and odd, and the character development sort of limited, and uh, I don't know. It, it felt sort of a little bit goofy, as far as as plot and and the way the story goes. But it was fun. Uh, mm -hmm. I recommend it. Uh, it had a little bit of a, a Mary Sue plot line. In that the main character gets pulled for, through a portal from the real world to the steampunk world, but the uh, the writer doesn't use that character as a substitute for themselves to have this great adventure. The actual main character is sort of abused and put through kind of <laughs> uh, an unpleasant experience generally. Uh, yeah. But it's it's interesting. Yeah, uh, if I remember, they they found the steampunk world and it was being like exploited by you know oh, a mega core here in our world who found right, that world right. and they were exploiting it for its resources. Jeff using Bezos these portals to yeah. take all the resources from this other steampunk world and leave them the barren and and a wasteland. And of course, you know the they don't that, explain too much about it, but I guess no. that's you just kind of go with it. Right, um, and of course, they, and they saved the day in the end for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Would you I, say it's a good introduction for kids? Um, maybe. The steampunk, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the capitalism. Yeah, it, I mean, it's. I think <laughs> it's still an all ages. It's an all ages comic, and you know, okay. it's not. There's a little. There's like one. There's a couple of scary moments, maybe like where it's like kind of zombieish type creatures. In there, they weren't scary, but they, you know, it, I mean, for a really young kid, they might have been. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know how how kids what kids consider scary these days. <laughs> you know, really? I, I think kids can handle scary stuff often a lot better than adults do. This is true. I think so. You know. Oh, hey, Jack has put made a comment, so Jack is feeling a little bit better, and apparently, yes, the co-host is much prettier than you are, Jack, <laughs> even, <laughs> even though you are very. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, although oh. you do have a fine beard and all, but you know. <laughs> I haven't well, paid attention to the com comments. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, let's get some shout outs. Rita, I'm glad you tuned in. I hope you're feeling well. Brian, hey, how you doing? Yep. And apparently, yes, 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 I have heard of the Girl Genius comics. I have not read them yet. Um, I've heard of many. I've heard of them. Um, They're amazing. They're I, so good. I think part of the problem is I have this this problem with me. I have to start from the beginning of anything, and there's so many of them out already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are, yeah. That, that it's really difficult for me to go back to the beginning and start start and try oh, to catch so up. So good though. They but, sell. I mean, a, there's omnibus editions that you can buy though. I mean. But they're, yeah, they're so, I think you'd like them. They're a lot yeah, of fun. It started off as a webcomic, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's when I started reading it forever ago, back in 2000. I started reading it in 2007, <laughs> eight, yeah. I don't know. And, and, Many and years ago. And yes, Jack has heard of Girl Genius. He loves Girl Genius. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. This is weird, Jack. You're not your face is not actually on the screen. Should I send you an invite? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because he's texting from the oh yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Phil Foglio, the artist, is someone I remember from uh the Myth Adventures series. Um and then uh from Buck Godot, uh, which is sort of a, a space based <laughs> goofy thing <laughs> um haven't really gotten into girl genius but i i really loved phil foglio's work uh, that was a lot of a lot of fun i think i remember i read like maybe the first few issues of girl genius i think there was a scene in there that i that i really like if i'm if i'm not mistaken it was girl genius where there's these two bad guys you know henchmen or whatever it's like you know they're chasing somebody down and they're like you know this is turning into one of those plans it's like a plan where i lose my hat <laughs> it's like no the plan where we kill everybody <laughs> no it's I, so good that's stuck in my head i, I love that quote it's like yeah. it's turning into one of those plans <laughs> and the guy's like the plan where i lose my hat <laughs> yeah so if that's, the, i think that would be a genius in a brain joke yeah exactly yeah, they are they're so good <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So yeah, I do. I from what from little I have read, I did like it. I did enjoy it. But like I said, there's just so much to kept catch up on, and I've got such a library of my own stuff that I'm still trying to catch up on. I'm sure it's in there somewhere, or it's in my list of to be read. But it's like it's in there somewhere, and if if and when I ever get to it, you know, because especially there's always more new stuff coming out that's just steampunk as well. Like right now, there's a whole lot of steampunk related comics that are coming out, and it's and it's crazy. I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's like a renaissance for steampunk comic books. Or, or steampunk related comic book. Like I said, I have two of them right here that I was going to talk about, but I'm going to save those for next time. One of them, for, for, you know, for next time. You know, but as well where as a few others find, I brought up. Where do what? you find steampunk comic books as they're coming out? Because I, I, I go to my know, local comic book shop. You know? I watch my favorite podcasts and sort of, you know, <laughs> the Texas steampunk oh, connection will tell you where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> or I can, or I, I put a link for the, for the, for the. For the my mind just went blank. <laughs> Kickstarter, the Kickstarter. That's on. It's a, the link is in the, the the show comments for anybody listening later on and not watching this live or watching the video. <laughs> and um, yeah, so yeah, I, I I I go to my local comic book shop. Luckily, they're still open, even though there's a pandemic. We all wear our masks. We keep our distance from each other. They only let so many people into the store at a time. 
you know, so we're trying to be as safe as possible. You know, isn't that just the nature of comic book shops anyway? <laughs> yeah, they stay with each other, stay to keep each other. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> right. This is true. Although my comic shop is pretty friendly and well lit. <laughs> you know, so they have they, you know, they have they have, you know, never mind. They're they're very friendly. <laughs> they're very, very friendly. <laughs> and not in a creepy way. <laughs> they, they have well, women working glad there. Glad you too. clarified it. <laughs> they have girls working there too. <laughs> you know? Doesn't make it not creepy. Oh well, you know. <laughs> they're very LGBTQ friendly and all that kind of stuff, you know, as well. You know, so and they have their own podcast. It's a rogues, rogues, rogues cast. <laughs> you know, they tell you what came out, what comes out that, you know, comics available for the week and store news and all that kind of stuff, as well as geek news. <laughs> hey, I plugged them and they'll probably never plug me. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, oh, what else? What else? What else? We have, we have a few more minutes. We have like another 10, 15 minutes. Well, 10 minutes. I'm going to say we have about another 10 minutes to kill here. What should we talk about next? You have something you want to introduce as a, as a steampunk thing for our people, for our listeners. Miss <laughs> Agent Stocking. You said you were talking, you were watching. Um, what show were you watching before, before I, before I interrupted when you? you? <laughs> when you sent me a panic text at, yeah. <laughs> at 7.37 saying, could you, I was watching his dark materials. Um, yeah. I, I watched the first season, but I wanted to rewatch the first season. I didn't realize that the second season had started because school and homework. So all of a sudden mm -hmm. it, I was three episodes behind. <laughs> In fact, so I have I the was, latest episode on my DVR as we talk. <laughs> yeah. So I'm finishing, I was about halfway through the final episode of the first season when I got your text. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like you can blame Jack. It's okay. <laughs> but... it's, okay. it's all good. I've, got it on HBO max on Hulu. So it's Perfect. not like I can't just run right back out and watch it. But yeah, his dark, I could never, I could never get into the books for some reason. Not that they were fine. They weren't badly written or I just, they didn't pull me in, but the show just sucked I've, I've me in. I've been enjoying it a lot as well. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's just, well, I, I haven't read any or watched any of it. So uh, what are you talking about? His Dark Materials. His <laughs> Dark Materials. It's a series by Philip Pullman. It started with The Golden Compass, and I think the second one was The Amber Knife. I okay, can't remember. So the Golden Compass was, was a movie that came out, right? It was a, a movie with Nicole Kidman years ago. It was the first attempt to adapt it, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. So oh. what they did with the series on HBO, it's they've taken all of the, the first and the second book, as far as I know, and kind of combined the storylines. And okay, yeah. I never read the yeah. books either. So, but I so, saw, okay. Because, okay. The boy as far spoilers, the boy, as far <laughs> as I know, that is in the, the, the boy on our side of the, the war or the, mm -hmm, the okay. okay. He is in the second book. Oh. His story is part of the second book. So as far as I know, and I don't know for sure, cause I haven't read them all they're They've combined their, they've made parallel storylines in the show. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah so, he's, he's plummeted in the second season so far. He's, he's in yeah, there. okay. So. so it's just the airships and the armored bears. Oh, yeah. The armored bears are so cool. The armored bears <laughs> are so it's it's essentially is an allegory for what for Christianity moving through the pagan world. That's oh, what the series is about. And is. The, okay. It's an allegory for Christianity coming and running. That's why the bears, the bears are Vikings. That makes sense. 
that's what that is. And it's the rise of Catholicism. That's essentially where it comes from. But it's just. I know a lot of bears that look like Vikings. Dude, the bears are so cool. The bears are so cool. They've got armor and they, oh, they're badass. I don't think those are the bears Dex was mentioning or talking about. But... <laughs> nope. Shout out to all the bears who are listening. We love you guys. But I That's do funny. highly recommend it. If you you like it's diesel punk, it's not really steampunk. Yeah, but like I, I said, I, I'm cool with diesel punk crossing over. Yeah. Um there's there is a diesel punk podcast that I listen to on occasion. It's just called the Diesel Punk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's easy enough. And he does similar stuff. I mean, he talks about some, you know, they talk about what's new and what's new in diesel punk, you know, anything any new comic, anything new coming out that's diesel punk. And you know, sim- similar similar to the same conversation we're having, but but diesel punk. But he doesn't he's not he's not too fond of steampunk. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, although there is apparently there's, he has one guy guest with him on occasion that says he lives in the Dallas area who used to be a steampunker. I don't recognize the name, so I don't know who it is. Maybe we That's ran a into big him area. in November. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's so, a lot of area. I, you know, I, I may, I may or may not message him as, you know, as a Texas steampunk connection and see if they're interested in having a conversation with us, yeah. uh, you know, but that, that's for later on. And next time Jack needs to drop out. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jack. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> no, I am accepting of all the punks. They're all good. It's all, I am too. you know, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 actually fond of Ray Punk a lot, and also, to me, Pulp Fiction kind of pulp the pulps kind of to me somehow blend in as well, kind of because kind of diesel punkish. The Pulp Fiction's mm-hmm. kind of blend into diesel punk. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so I, I really like the Pulp Fictions, the comic books and and TV shows and whatnot that's out there. You know, I like well, that, that movie. Role- Punk pulp fiction. <laughs> I thought that was weird. Not quite the same, but sure, it's a good movie. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that kind of rolls into Adam Punk. The the pulp fiction rolls into the out mm-hmm. of the diesel and into the Adam Punk. There's too many punks, but yeah, so many punks. That's why Story Punk's podcast was pretty cool. I know. I <laughs> know. She, she introduced all the punks. I mean, she introduced like. Uh, what was it? It was eco punk. She talked about eco punk, which I never heard of. You know, what? but there it is, eco punk. Eco punk, yeah, and solar punk. And actually, punk. Uh, <laughs> a woman in my cohort, one of my friends that is helping me get through the program, she is has gotten very interested in hope punk. Okay, it's what is hope punk? Positive stories, stories that they're still they're a little different, but they're still they're stories that have a positive edge to it that have hope. And it's especially oh, right. Punk. Hope punk. Yeah. Okay. So you kept saying positive. I'm thinking like sex positive. <laughs> it's, hope. It's hope punk. Hope. Hope. H O P E. Hope. I'm punk. not trying to be funny now. I just. I just <laughs> yeah, funny. No. There's a hope lot. Hope punk of... is also something completely different. That is. That is another podcast. That is steampunk after dark. Punk. <laughs> there's a lot of ho- there's a lot of punks out there so yeah there's it just depends on what you're looking for you know no no jack uh, the, the the bear did not sound like patrick stewart i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> more of a sean connery bear <laughs> <laughs> oh no Jackson is whole punk <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, his dark materials. Yeah. I mean, I forgot that we never talked about it when it first came out here on this podcast because it, it does kind of fall in the steampunk or diesel punk. Um, and I, it's already on the second season. 
Mm-hmm. It's a very enjoyable show. It's on HBO. You can get on the HBO Max now. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, because they, they used to be like HBO Now and HBO. There was a, there was other. There's no many. longer available. It's just HBO Max. HBO now, Max. Yeah, we get it through Hulu. But the little girl that stars in it, she is. She's good. She's so good. She is unbelievable. Just, I don't know the the amount of. <laughs> she's very good little actress for her age, and the kid mm-hmm. that plays her friend Roger, his cheeks just kill me. He's so cute. So. It's yeah, one of the, one of the things that kind of at first kind of I didn't understand that you know they call their their animal companions demons 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 yeah and you know and it bothered me he's like demons is not a good name but then the the guy from our world or from the similar world to ours in the second season I think he mentions that it's like demon doesn't mean what you think it means in our world <laughs> you know it's a bad no. thing in our world you know so but for the ancient Greeks the, the, that spelling the D A E M O N demon didn't mean what it was turned into it was just spirits right but when you're just saying demon you don't know how it's being spelt when you're saying it you know? yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like I'm, but i'm kind of glad that he pointed that out it's like it doesn't mean i mean it's, it means something yeah. different in our world it's not so good so i mean i'm glad he pointed that out because that, that was something in my head it's like why do they call it demons that's not a good name that's not a good name you know yeah but they explained it you know it's just like they, they point that out so i'm okay now <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it's just a different meaning for the soul or for a right. spirit but right. yeah i I love the demons. They're so, uh, especially the jackrabbit. Yeah. Esther. <laughs> yeah. I like the, him. Yeah. The sky pirates, Jack. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> he's cool. He, I like him. He, he's a good character himself as well. I like him a lot. Yeah. yeah with his really sky good. balloon kind of thing. It's pretty fun. The aeronaut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had I, I I have four of them here with me right now. The cats. In fact, actually, while I was while I was sh- while I was sharing the video, I don't know if you can you can only see the video that I was showing, right? Or were you mm-hmm. able to see me as well? Okay, that's when my cat decided to walk in front of the camera when you couldn't see her. I saw it. <laughs> you saw her? Okay. Yeah, we can see it in a little. Side oh, in the little corner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Oh, I like the fact that the demons. Um. Well, it's kind of. It, it's notice it, it took me a little while to notice, but their op their opposite voice sex or sex voice like you know a female has I've a noticed, male and the male yeah, has I a female that voice. Too. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just me at first, but yeah, everybody, all the female, yeah, their opposite sex demons, and I, I so I started trying to pay attention to see if anybody has the same has a demon that's the same sex as themselves. I and haven't found any so far, no. But I mean, some of them I was confused on, like the Mrs. Coulter's monkey never speaks that's true it doesn't so i had to look it up it is a male monkey mm-hmm. yeah and some of the ones with snakes or whatever they don't really speak either the snakes don't talk much um no i don't like the snakes <laughs> I won't. it's kind of they do kind of rip i mean the demons kind of do kind of represent how they are i mean so if it's their soul representation you know mm-hmm. if it's like if they're not very good people their demons look like a snake or you know something bad you know, yeah something mean <laughs> so yeah so it's a, it's a giveaway. It's like, you're not a nice person. You have a snake. <laughs> you know? like, no. Hold on now. I don't think snakes are bad. Monkeys, though. Monkeys are that bad. Monkey is not a, oh, that not monkey a nice is monkey. nasty. <laughs> yeah, monkey is nice na- monkey. There's a relationship going on there that has never been explained because I looked it up because I was really confused. There's, yeah. It's a weird, it's a snub-nosed golden monkey. It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a good monkey at all. It's weird. <laughs> so yeah, once again, his dark materials on HBO. Highly recommend. It's really good. Um, it's a steampunk slash diesel punk. Perfect fit. Um, it's just it's cool. Much, if you yeah. ever if you ever seen the Golden Compass, 
The bears are just as cool. Yes. <laughs> the movie itself wasn't that great, but the bears were cool. And bears, the bears are the, badass. The bears in the show are badass. You know, there's more than one in the bear in, in the show. You know, <laughs> so. Oh, what's that? What Matt? Blue stocking should be glad nobody has spider or roach demons. Who's Matt? Do we know Matt? <laughs> That's probably <laughs> my husband. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he thinks he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we have a new listener thanks to our blue stocking. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Stocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look at the, it's it's hey, look at that. We've been at it for an hour already. How about that? I guess it's time look we should that. wrap it up. <laughs> so, once again, thank you very much for joining us blue stocking at the very last minute. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> um, you. I'm so happy you're able to join us. Feel free to join us anytime you want. If you have anything you want to plug or talk about, you know, go ahead and tell us now. Do you have anything to plug? Anything? Nothing to talk about? No. I nothing to plug? You know. My, no worries. My yep, out of date podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Steampunk Dollhouse is still out there and available. If you want to hear a critical analysis of, of Steampunk books, this is a great podcast to listen to. As well as, um, yeah, soon, soon enough, she will be a doctor. <laughs> we will call her Dr. Dr. Blue Stocking. Yeah. That is <laughs> how right they will announce me at graduation. Do, do you have a do you have a master's degree? I do. My master's degree is in library science. Okay, so you're so you're master blue stocking. There you go. <laughs> uh, my, yes, my apparently after I got my master's degree, my brother started telling everyone that his sister is a master librarian. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> you leveled up in the world. <laughs> I did. Awesome. Um, so yeah, once again, if you want to talk to us, if you want to have any comments, um, questions, uh, any information you want to pass on to us, you can find us at facebook.com at, at you know, Texas Steampunk Connection. Um, that's where you leave your comments, your questions, your remarks, um, anything like that. Any criticisms, go ahead and send them to, <laughs> to, sorry, I make myself laugh when I think about this. Just send, send it to Twitter if you have any critics or <laughs> critical <laughs> critiques on Twitter because I'm not going to understand it or, or maybe even find it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks once again. Thank you very much. We have five people watching live. That's, I think that's been a while since we had that many, you know, so what, Hey, thanks. I think we might have to replace Jack with a woman because every time we have a woman on, we have a lot more watching, <laughs> a lot more people watching. <laughs> maybe we could just get Jack to dress different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Put a wig on. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, what do you guys we're looking at you, Jack? <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah. So uh, once again, like yeah, I get the the Kickstarter I put on there. It, the 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 link to it is in the comments under this under this um, feed. So if you want to if you want to if you want to join that Kickstarter, please do. There's seven days left. Um, yes, we have Steam, which was the all ages graphic novel. It's really good, and we have, of course, uh, it was uh, his Dark Materials. That was our that's our homework for the week. So, so once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Your gauges. <laughs>